I'm going to be very candid with you. We are living in a computer program. Welcome, everyone, to Simulation Nation, your portal to all things virtual. I'm your host, Johnny Android, and I'm here to keep you informed about all that's happening in the metaverse. We record our episodes live in Altspace every week, and you can join us from your PC or VR headset. Just log into Altspace, join our Simulation Nation channel, and teleport in to offer your opinion, question, or whatever else. Today, we have the host of the longest-running professional comedy club in the metaverse. The show is called Fail to Render. This is Mr. Render himself, uh, with live professional stand-up comedy acts from across the world performing weekly. And now I've just heard the news that it's actually daily. You don't have to go beyond your couch for a good laugh. You couch potato you. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mr. Render himself. I, be, I guess that's what I'll call you, just Mr. Render, right? I'm cool with that. That's cool. What's up, Johnny? How are you? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. And actually, we should talk to mention to everyone here that you have so many shows going on at all the times that before this event, I actually hopped into your comedy show where you were doing a, a stand-up routine of your own before you hop over here to do your interview. And in that, uh, you you mentioned that your daughter has now called you Meta Daddy. So we're so happy to have Meta Daddy here with us today. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it's apparently my new nickname at school. My my daughter's eight years old, and she's been uh, supporting me for almost two years. She uh, she goes to sleep, and she's like, "Is it comedy night again, Daddy? Go get him!" And then I just give her a little bit of Benadryl, you know, and then I'm here VR <laughs> with you guys. Right. I love the. I actually see your avatar here that you have very red eyes. You have bloodshot eyes. So either you're drinking or smoking or doing something in the real world that's causing your avatar to have uh, bloodshot eyes. Uh, or maybe I'm just in VR so much my eyes are red. You know. <laughs> there you, you go. Know. This, is an official, this is an official professional podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a show, okay? <laughs> that's, that's absolutely true. Uh, so we do have some of your uh, wonderful fans here, of course, Jim Se and uh, uh, some young guy and Amy 3X. Kurt, what up, Kurt? hero uh and uh, someone who's just an apostrophe um so uh if you guys uh have any thoughts or questions for render please do use the raise hand option uh and uh we'll just dive into it but what really people want to know is are you funny are you funny render no pressure uh, am i funny well that depends <laughs> right uh i was a stand-up comic for five years um, before the pandemic uh, and i and i purely went into stand-up comedy uh, at first, as a way of therapy, I was going through a divorce, uh, and my first VR company was kind of a fail, uh, and uh, I was going through hard times, you know? And, uh, and then at the beginning of the pandemic, I logged into Allspace for the first time. I had just gotten a Quest one, and I went to a house party. Uh, it was like, Jennifer and Nappy's house party. And I was like, well, I don't know what this is, but I need to socialize. I'm dying, right? Uh, so I go into this place, and it's literally just 80 drunk avatars. <laughs> just 80 drunk avatars just hanging out in fake hot tubs, flying in the sky, house parties. And I was like, what is going on right. here? This is, I guess this is still better than being alone in my house during quarantine, right? Right. Uh, and then I found this blue robot floating up in the sky, and I flew up to him. And I was like, what's up, man? My name's Kyle. Nice to meet you. And he was like, hey, I'm Nappy. What do you do? What did you do before quarantine? And I was like, well, I was a stand-up comic for five years. And then he said, uh, what if I built you a comedy club inside of my house party? And I said, that's a really stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it was like two weeks of extreme boredom. Right. 
Uh, and I went back into the house party and I was like, hey, yo, Nappy. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's go ahead and make a let's make a little thing inside of your house party. And then the rest was no just way. me. And I brought in some fellow comics from the Bay Area. And now we have over 100 professional comics. And after two years of VR comedy, I think I'd like to double that five years in real life because I've been getting to do it from home. I'm a single dad. Uh, and it's just really progressed me as a person, right? And everyone around me that will that they're willing to uh, do this in their off time as a professional stand-up comic after the pandemic, we got even bigger. Wow. Because then it was addition too. There right. were there were more gigs to do on top of other gigs. So people would take their headset and go to green rooms and do time in the green room and then do time in real wow. life. So they got to practice their entire set before even hitting the real audience. Wow. So we really found a really awesome niche and we uh, like to consider ourselves very professional. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's, it's really, I, I've seen your events so frequently here and I thought it was a couple times a week, but as we sort of mentioned in the intro, you're now doing it five days a week plus uh, just sort of general hangout periods. Plus you're going to maybe do some kind of an interview show as well. So how do you have the time for all of these events? Uh, where does this energy come from? Oh man, I guess it comes from me being homeschooled. Oh, was interesting. I wasn't around a lot of people from, you know, uh, all the way up until I was like 18 years old. I started frequenting a comic book stores when I started getting social. Um, but the social energy is what keeps me right. going, right? I have a day job. I've got filter in there. I've got another company. I'm, I'm a single dad. I've got all these things going on, but there's really, you know, we only live one life and in the world of technology right now, there's no time to waste, especially with everything that's being handed to us on a silver platter, right? Totally. Well, it's not only, it's no, it's no longer one life to live. I guess we have all dual lives now, right? Our, our real meat space world and our avatar world. Um, uh, before, Absolutely. Yeah. Before I, before I go on, I don't know if Kurt, Kurt, if you had something to add here. What's up, Kurt? Nothing? Kurt. He's got nothing. He's got nothing. It was an accidental. Nothing, uh, Kurt, come on, give me something. Give Kurt. him something, Kurt. Did I, I just give you like three minutes of mistake? gold? Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you used the raise hand option. Yes, indeed. I used to know a guy named Kurt. He was my best friend in Austin, Texas, and then he moved away to Portland. Uh, and Kurt was the kind of guy that would do like the uh, the Irish goodbye. You know what that is, Johnny? Yeah, I do. I, I love the Irish goodbye. I try to do it as much as possible. Oh, tell them what the Irish goodbye is. The Irish goodbye is you just leave without saying goodbye to anybody. You just kind of like ninja out. I, I, I that's my, that's my, right. that's my preferred mode of exit because then it's like, you don't have that awkward, you don't have to like bump into somebody's conversation and say, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm just saying goodbye. I'm now leaving your party or whatever. It's just like slip out nicely. Maybe send right. a text later. Be like, that was awesome. Like, can't wait to see you again. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's it. And that was my first experience with my friend, Kurt. I was literally like taking shots of rumble mints with these girls. And then I was like, <laughs> it was gone. What the hell? Hey, yo, Kurt, where are you at? He's like, I'm at home, dude. What do you want? I'm like, we just took a shot 10 minutes ago. What the hell? What are you doing? Well, it, it's, it's a little, oh, man. but in VR now, the Irish goodbye is this, right? right? Yeah, 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 exactly. But, but of course, the, you know, the, it's, it's different when he's the wingman who just like leaves you as, a, as opposed to being at a big party. But I, so maybe Kurt should have not like abandoned his wingman. I don't know. Anyway, we turned it into a game. We turned it into like a who can Irish goodbye faster every night. So that was fun. Right. Um, all right. So, so to continue on, so we sort of jumped into the origin story here. So I'm curious, you, you mentioned very quickly uh, a lot of interesting things. 
Uh, first of all, um, you mentioned the Bay Area, and then you also mentioned Austin, Texas. Both sort of seem to be tech hubs right, right now. Is that how you got involved in all the technological aspect of it? Because I, I do have to say that, you know, you have QR codes on your posters that you can go, that zap you straight to the website. You've got these mesh network hybrid shows that we'll talk about in a bit. And, and so obviously you're not just a, a funny guy. You are also very tech savvy. And so I'm curious where that comes from. Sure. Um... I've always been an entrepreneur my whole life. I think one of the first things that I did was I uh, tried to make Mega Man sprites into a comic book and I made comics growing up hmm. and I had a little comic book called Sprite Bites, right? So I've always been into coding, uh, into Photoshop my whole life. Um, my day job has been IT, server networking, customer service for tech support, um, manager of tech support, that kind of that kind of background. So management and tech support is mainly what I rely on for me. And then in 2015, that's when I got into VR for the first time. I was following Palmer Lucky very closely. Mm. And then I saw a video of this guy named Tun K. Uh, he was out of um, not Australia, but Austria. His name was Tun K. And the company was called Cyberif. He was mm. one of the first people that made like a um, treadmill. You know what I mean? A VR uh -huh. treadmill. There was Virtuix Omni, which was out of Austin, Texas, and there was the Cybereth Virtualizer out of Austria. And the first video I saw of VR ever was this skinny guy with a long ponytail with two Wii controllers. And he was running around in this weird thing, and he was playing Skyrim, just screaming. Mm. And I just, I just stopped, and I was like, what the hell is going on? I need to do something with this. Right. Um, so I opened up a company called Level 2 VR. We put out a zombie shooter uh, in 2015 wow. on the Gear VR, wow. um, and that was that was fun. I went to a lot of cons. I went to E3, met a lot of really cool people. Um, and then that's when that that company fell apart because it was too early to make video games mm -hmm. during the Gear VR industry. Right. right? There's no money there. It was a niche. It's mm -hmm. still a niche. Mm -hmm. um, but then I got a divorce and I started doing stand-up comedy. So it's really funny if you like put all those things together that you come back to the future. And now I'm doing stand-up comedy inside of VR. Yeah. It all kind of comes full circle, right? Absolutely. And then I met my buddy, Big Al, who had just moved from the Bay Area to San Antonio, Texas, where I was living. And he said, I'm just here for a little while because my wife got a new job and I'm going to go back to the Bay Area. And I was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> I called him out. No, you're not. And uh, we were about to open a real comedy club. Not even one year before the pandemic. Al and I went into business because he brought a lot of comics from the Bay Area, and we were about to open up a comedy club. Yeah. And then what happened? Quarantine. And I said, well, Al, buy a headset and come in here with me. And he had been in the, uh, the, the comedy scene for 20 years in the Bay Area. So he grew up with the Dave Chappelle's and the Fluffies and all those people. Mm -hmm. So he started calling up his friends. Hey, get a quest. Hey, get a quest. Hey, get a quest. And then and just expanded and expanded. Everyone told everybody. And now we've got over like 150 professional acts wow. from across the world. Wow, that's really, really crazy. There you go. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty crazy. So if anyone here also has any thoughts or questions about his origin story, you know, Dead End King and Jack Daniel, uh, some young guy, of course, uh, Daniel, my boy, Hero Chaz, whoever, if you guys have anything, use the raise hand option. We'd uh, love to hear from you. Um, so there's, it's, it's, it's really interesting. So there's still a lot to uh, unpack there. So um, there's a, a few things sure. you mentioned, which I thought were kind of uh, apropos. But uh, one of the questions I have is, 
So do you know, if you spend seven days a week doing this while you still have a day job, do you see this as like a, a, a dream of really being the world's big metaverse comedy uh, club? Like, do you sort of have ambitions to have this be your day job someday? Or are you just still sticking? Oh, absolutely. This is, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, no, this this is this is it for me. This is this seems like a legacy. It feels like a, it feels like just what I'm supposed to do. That's awesome. Um, and sure, I'm just I'm just going through the motions of my day job, making sure that I maintain a roof above my head and insurance for my kid. And I'm a father first, um, business first. So those are the things that keep me afloat. But um, this this is my passion. This is where I belong. Um, however, you take that right. Uh, but I I have a I have an entire pitch deck together. I'm approaching investors. Awesome. Uh, I'm all over the news. Thank God. You know, it's amazing that news started picking me up and putting me on all these amazing releases. Um, shout out to Between Realities, Alex Meland and Skiva uh, were the first first people to believe in me, uh, put me on an interview. And then it was Bobby Scout with VR Scout or Bobby Carlton with VR Scout. Yeah. And then it was all just Forbes, CNET. And then all these things just started rolling in. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. Cool. You know? Wait, how long was that? Bobby Carlton, by the way, is going to be on our show in about two two weeks. So uh, we're nice. we're big fans of his. Tell him I said, "What's up?" Yeah. How how long ago was that? Yeah. How long has the has this been just sort of floating uh, along here? Uh, since June, June of twenty twenty. Got it. Uh, it was between realities, and then it was Bobby, uh, and then it just it just started getting mainstream after that. And of course, after Zuckerberg said Meta, yeah. the entire news outlet was like, well, who's doing what in here? And everybody started to find me. Yeah. So, so okay. So I, I, uh, this, I, I have another question. So, and of course you don't, uh, and don't, don't feel like you have to answer like what you do, but don't feel like you okay. have to answer anything, but you kind of do. And so the, okay. <laughs> the question, Can't wait. <laughs> the question is, um, so what, what would you approach investors about? Would you have a standalone app? That's a comedy app or how are you thinking about, um, taking in some seed money? <laughs> hey Siri, call my lawyer. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I what I will say is, um, how about you bring up the hybrid shows and we go from there? How about that? Okay, uh, so we'll do, we'll save it for the end then. We'll save it for the end. I got some I got some slides sure, to get we'll through. We'll save it for the end. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, cool. Because I, I I'm I'm trying to think about that. That would be amazing. We we would lose you from alt space. I hope we don't. I love uh, your stuff. And by the way, you guys, you know, uh, Render's here tonight, but of course his show is like sold out crowd, like right now, as we speak, fail to render is happening and it's really funny. So, uh, if you had to go somewhere <laughs> else other than here, that's where you should, should go. It's true. Um, in any case, uh, we'll get back to that uh, in a bit. Um, but the other thing that you mentioned in your sort of backstory was, uh, your love of comics. And I noticed a lot of the artwork is really great. It's very comic oriented. For those of you who can't see these slides, uh, we'll post this on YouTube on our Simulation Nation channel. And we've got a whole bunch of uh, the um, amazing artwork. So where is this? This Is this you or did you uh, find somebody to do this for you? Oh, I found somebody to do this for me. Uh, it's it's amazing team of people. Uh, his name is Rad Chismo. Uh, he's, he's based out of Oklahoma and Texas. And it's a whole crew of people putting together these comics for me. They do fantastic work. They're really involved with the, uh, the wrestling community. They do a lot of work with uh, Thunder Rosa and uh, McFoley mm. and a lot of those cats. Uh, and I found them just by 
uh, it was a local Austin, Texas flyer. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. I need to get in touch with these guys. And then every time I have a big headliner on, I'll give them an idea for a comic book and they'll just run with it. So look up Rad, A-R-D, Pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, these are really high quality comic book art. This is not just somebody who's like dashing something together. So I, I thought that was really impressive as well. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you. absolutely. Um, cool. So, all right. So, yeah, if anyone here has any uh, thoughts or questions for Render, please use the raise hand option. Bitcoin, Bitcoin Trap House. That's quite a name. I love that. Mikey, what's happening? Uh, yeah. And a bunch of other people. Nita, who obviously someone is like really bombing over at your comedy club and they're now just like trickling in here. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Look at my computer. Nobody's on stage. That's what's wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So cool. So let's move on to a little bit of your projects here. So, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff you sort of have you've touched on that you're, if you're doing this every night of the week, you're going to have different sort of themes for different nights. Um, I, I noticed that the open mic is that, would you, what you say is your flagship show? Would you say it's the open mic show or would you say it's when you bring in a comic who already has an audience? Um, well, that's, that's a loaded question. Let's go through them. Uh, Thursday is my anchor. That, that's my host. That's when I get my big talent. Uh, from the two years of doing this, I bring my my A talent on Thursdays, mm -hmm. right? Um, we also have a Saturday show that we like to end every month on a strong, strong Saturday show. Uh, we've got Stephen Briggs, who was on True TV and Kirby Enthusiasm. And then we had um, Kabir Singh from America's Got Talent. He was second place with all the comedians. And then we had Brett Ernst uh, from Cobra Kai on Netflix, and he's also got his own place in vegas um now i have a lot of people uh all over america i started to realize that i needed to break down the time zone mm. right but we have an east coast mm -hmm. show that's happening right now specifically for the east coast on fridays we have a west coast show start a little bit later that way california gets in at eight o'clock uh, and then we have the anchor show and then the open mic last night was only our second open mic mm. ever the only way that I've gotten to where I am today is I wouldn't let anybody on my stage without texting me or emailing me video of prior pandemic. Mm. And I would actually book the talent. And finding funny people is already really hard. Uh, finding funny people with headset is harder. Uh, and, then, and then it all kind of trickles down from there. Right. So we've got a show every night of the week now, but I would consider Thursday to be the anchor show. Got it. Interesting. So that is, so you're like a, you're like not only a comic and somebody who's setting up the world, but you're also sort of like a mogul, like bring, you're almost like the agent, like the talent agent who's booking the talent and get it, everything set up and everything. So there's a lot going on over there. This is a real, this is a real ordeal. It's, you know, <laughs> Well, I, it's yeah, not like it's a lot to manage. I, I sort of imagined like you were just always having open mics and like just having people come on. But you're if you have you have a lot of space to fill. If you got a you know these shows every night and you and they're all going through you and you're vetting everybody. That's quite a quite a bit to be doing. Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, we got Cole Crack in here uh, and a, a bunch of other folks who I'm sure Game Boy uh, 007. I found Waldo. Game Boy. Yeah, he looks like Walter, um, who obviously uh, can't are, talk, but that's my homeboy. Oh, 
Oh, sweet. Well, if you have anything to add, Game Boy, uh, use the raise hand option and let us know. Uh, you sort of touched on it. The one, the other one that I thought was kind of interesting is Noir Night. This is where I imagine people talk like in 1950s, like, and it's, you know, and murder smelled like honeysuckle that night. <laughs> and the comedy is kind of like that. Is that, is that Noir Night? Is that what it is? Uh, so I, uh, so there's three nights and three different hosts. Uh, on the East Coast, we got Tommy Sinbazo. He's in Baltimore. Uh, on the West Coast, we got Drew Marks. He's been doing comedy for over 25 years uh, with Joey Medina and a lot of other big names. Uh, and then on Wednesdays, I offered a show with Teen Stewart, who's really on the come up right now. And I was like, hey, man, really want to have like just an African-American comedy night. And he said, don't call it that. It's the black comedy night. He said, you know what? Fuck it. It's called the VR Noir night. No one will ever know. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. It's definitely not. It's definitely not black and white. It's definitely all black. Got it. Okay. That's funny. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, you've got uh, some interesting things. And you touched on, you did touch on that you did the West Coast and the East Coast because I was curious about that as well when you added them in time zones and things like that. So in other words, it's like the East Coast night, it's not just like it's East Coast comics. It's it's for East Coast time zones. Is that the idea? Right. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, right. that makes sense. Um, and then it looks like you're branching out into uh, music as well because I found this one called Failed to Render Music. Are you now going to become a music agent and like find the next, I don't know, Shania Twain and like, uh, you know, tour her through the metaverse? Yeah. So actually, whenever I met Nappy, the blue robot, uh, that's his sister. And oh, wow. they were actually doing acoustic acts in alt space before uh, we opened up the comedy club. And she's been she's been doing sets of acoustic longer than I've been doing comedy in here. And wow. she's always opened up on Thursdays. And just recently, it was about six months ago, that we were able to bring in a 2D hologram of her on the stage. Uh, and then we put a little TV in front of her so she could see all the avatars that she was used to. And because she had done it for so long with a headset on, she just knew how to interact with everybody in here. Uh, but yes, the, the idea is before every comedy show, we would like to have an acoustic talent show. Got Possibly it. follow the comedy show with a DJ, but we'll get there. Got it. Wow. So it's like, a, it's going to be, you're going to be the Jimmy Fallon of uh, the metaverse is, is where this is headed. I know it. Comparing to Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> is, that, a is, is he a bad comic? <laughs> is he like not cool in the comic circles? Who's the, who's the cool guy in the comic circles? Conan's not around anymore. I think Fluffy's the cool guy in the comic circle, bro. Fluffy? I think Fluffy's pretty dope. Yeah. I think I'm He's so out of it. I have no idea who Fluffy is. Maybe, maybe Kurt. Gabriel and Glacius, really? Maybe. Yeah. See, like, Queen, uh, Queen Shima Forever is looking at me like, dude, you got to get your act together. Nina knows. Um, all right. <laughs> I got to, I got to, I got to do some research on Fluffy after this for sure. But, um, okay. This is, yeah, a yeah. Where, where are you, by the way? What state do you live in? I'm in California. I'm in, uh, LA, uh, most of the okay. time. Yep. And so, uh, West all Coast, right. uh, you are in Austin, I guess you said, or you're in uh, San Antonio, Texas. Yep. Austin, Texas. Got it. Okay. So yeah. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. We're sort of uh, both in uh, your Austin has now become a tech hub. It used to not be, but everyone from California in the Bay Area moved to Austin. Oh yeah. Well, that's that's your fault, and everybody from your state. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> could be. It's like a giant exodus over to Austin. Um. But uh. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Um. So, but we have you have mentioned it again here with the uh, musical acts where you've got this hybrid show. So why don't we talk about the hybrid show? Because it's super cool. 
what you've been up to there and maybe you can explain it to everybody. Sure. Uh, so we partnered up with a company called Dreamland XR. Uh, they've been really, really good to us. Um, they introduced us to a venue in Las Vegas called Starbase Las Vegas. And um, they offered a space to do our show and do it as a virtual show back in June of 2020. And that was that was a magical show because you have to you have to picture it this way. I invited people uh, that have done comedy with me in here that I had never met in person before. So I got to meet all these avatars in real life. So it's nothing but a bunch of hugs, you know, good mm -hmm. times. And they had they had this uh, had this big holoportation rig called a portal, a portal hologram company. Um, shout out to Owen and David. They're awesome. It's an amazing product. Uh, they just featured it at CES, and it got so much praise. It literally looks like a hologram person standing mm -hmm. in front of you in this kind of like payphone-esque hologram booth. But we, as a terrific comedy show, said, what if we plugged in a laptop to it and we put the avatar in the box instead of a person? And that was, mm -hmm. and that was it. That was right there, wow. right? So it was a little chaotic. The first show was a little crazy. We had an audience in real life, and we had the audience in digital life. We had the VR headset on, and it was almost near the end of the show where I was like, this, this was a lot of fun, but the comic cannot pay attention. Mm. The comic couldn't pay attention to both at the same time. Mm. Um, but it was so much fun. Everyone had a great time. The comic just had no idea. It's already hard doing comedy. And then you're doing comedy inside of a headset, and then you're doing comedy to multiple realities. Yeah. It was just chaotic. Right. Um, so our hybrid shows are now real comic comes out says, Hey, I'm Kyle. I'm in the flesh. I'm here for you in Vegas. Do about 10 minutes, go to the back, put on a headset, become a hologram cartoon and do a different 10 minute set. And now they're doing it to virtual life, but their cartoon and the sound is all going to the real world as well. So it's kind of like a magic act. You see the oh, comic in person, then you see the comic as a cartoon inside the hologram. So people are always like, what in the world is happening? But we have Big Al on stage, who's always a human, that says, we're going to do a little magic trick and make the audience have a little more fun with it. Got it. So it's kind of like that show Alter Ego. Did you ever watch that show Alter Ego? Where uh, they have real musicians saw. Yeah, behind the stage and then they come out with an avatar that they've designed so that it's like, this is who they really want to be. And then they kind of perform in that avatar and they can like they can have like dresses with like you know flames as the song gets heated up they're like flaming and like flying through the air and all this kind of stuff kind of like that i suppose um nice. yeah sure <laughs> that's what you got to get you got to get your your comedians to be uh you know in a whirlwind of i don't know jokes or something just like yeah. spitting around them. Oh, yeah. um, I wonder though, have you ever, so why haven't you tried to stick with the model where you, they are performing to the real person in their real meat space body. And then you just uh, put that into VR. Have you tried that yet where they are a real person in VR or is that technology? Did not you say meat space person. I did indeed. Did you say meat space. Meat space. <laughs> the opposite of virtual space. <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold on, switching into meat space. Uh, <laughs> yep. Um, no, nah, man, that it doesn't work. It, there's no energy there, mm. and you can't you can't interact and have fun with a hologram if they're not on your level. I see. I mean, comedy is about your level and being on your level. If it's a if it's a hologram on stage, it's like you're, you're thinking, oh well, they're 
they're better than me because they're not in a headset and then they start talking to you and there's just no it's another reason i don't even open up instances to my comedy club because i don't i don't like the fact that there may be people in the other room that aren't experiencing the friction the energy that is forming mm. right you got to have that interesting yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, cool. Well, uh, Cole Crackett or uh, Kurt Dalton, anyone has any questions? Monk, if you guys have anything. Oh, that's a cool name. Automatic Dread. Uh, please use the raise hand option and let us know. Um, but uh, yeah, we do have uh, somebody here who has a, a burning question, and that person is Monk. What's happening, Monk? Uh, hold on. Let me get you. There you go. How's it going, Monk? You got something? Hello there. Uh, just checking is uh, is Mr. Render uh, expect people to surrender to the render at fail to render dot com? Good question. Sounds a little ominous. <laughs> no answer. Comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no comment. You <laughs> you have you have your um. Is I guess in the in the uh, in the comedy world they'd call that a heckler in a certain sense maybe no you had your first heckler here and unfortunately he's also a comedian so coming in here is very poor taste <laughs> um, <laughs> do you actually do you find that there are more or less hecklers in VR like it, 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 which one are because you sometimes you think oh people will be more um, they won't have as many um, inhibitions because they're hiding behind an avatar on their couch at home and they could just like let her rip with heckles. Right. Uh, have you found anything there? What's the human nature aspect of this? Well, the human nature aspect of it is when you go to a real club, you're paying $20 and you get mozzarella sticks and a bunch of beer and you're having to pay $80. So the last thing you want to do is heckle because then everyone's going to know and you're going to be the asshole. Uh, whenever you're in a headset, you can just take off your headset and get kicked from the show. Surprisingly, uh, if you catch people in the right state of mind and you kind of lay the ground, uh, you'd be surprised how many people are stoned out of their mind. They're like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll just go with it. <laughs> right. Because everyone's at home. Everyone's just in their bedroom. It's late at night. Right. You know, and a lot of people are just chilling. Got it. So. Got it. So does that mean there's also less laughs? Like they're just like uh, sort of comatose or does that mean that they are... Just like it really depends. It depends right. on the night. It depends on the energy. Everything is always up in the air. Uh, we always encourage everybody to unmute because it's just more fun when that friction is there. The energy that yeah. I'm telling you about, right? Yeah. Uh, but there are there are muffled laughs for sure. You know, people are hiding, and there there was this one guy that was always chuckling. I think his name was Jericho. For some reason, I remember this guy. And one day I went up to him. I'm like, always like weird chuckling, like you're about to laugh so hard and you can't. And he's like. I tell you something, this is my kid's headset and they're downstairs and I'm just not with my family right now. Yeah. <laughs> he would just come to the comedy That's club funny. and get away from his family. And I'm That's like, oh, funny. okay. You know, pick and choose your own adventure, you know? Yeah. Even if it's, even if it's not true, that's a great shtick. That's like a great bit, <laughs> right? Like, it's kind of like one of those story bits. Like, uh, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this person anymore, but like a Louis C.K. where it's like an anti-joke. It's just kind of a story okay. that's is self-deprecating and all of that kind of stuff. That's kind of, that would be a funny. When did bit. he get canceled, man? How long ago was that now? Ah, uh, I don't know. I, I think he, he just tried to have his like revamping. Like he just released his first show in like three years. Uh, but then like yeah. no one really paid attention and it's like, Oh no, maybe he's dead for good. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, nice. in any case, 
Uh, all right. So if anyone else has any uh, thoughts, uh, Monk, Monk, is, someone's got to try to top Monk's uh, comment here. Shannon or Dejari. Yeah, you couldn't tell Monk left because he was embarrassed. <laughs> he was embarrassed indeed. <laughs> but I would love to take any questions you guys have. If, if you have questions at school, I know this guy is interested. Mr. Neptune been hanging up front. Maybe he's interested in asking a question. You know? Yeah. Or even a thought or anything. Use the raise hand option if you do. Uh, uh, otherwise, we will uh, keep moving forward here. So um, I guess we're not going to find out too much more about your uh, pitch deck. I'm really uh, curious. Because uh, hi this hybrid technology, I'm, you're saying you didn't even use the Microsoft Mesh technology. You used this other technology from, Dream, from uh, Dreamland. Uh, no, it was Portal Hologram Company. Right. Amazing. Cool. Yeah. And yeah. can you port that? Yeah, we, haven't, we haven't used any Mesh technology yet okay. to even produce our holograms. Okay. We've done it all by hand. On house and and but you can but it's into you can integrate it into your alt space world like you can use that technology in here or you had to go somewhere else no we can use it in here oh wow cool very cool yeah yeah i'm i definitely uh definitely curious about that i want to check that out um all right so then that sort of uh leads us into the future here so it sounds like you've got plans for the future do you want to give us a, a little uh taste of what's to come in the render world um, well, you know, unfortunately I cannot say a lot. Um, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I've been thinking about what I can say, um, without giving too much away. Um, we have very ambitious plans. Our plans are to kind of mix the realities like we've been doing with the hybrid shows mm -hmm. on a grander scale. We would like to bring those hybrid shows to a lot more than just comedy. We can bring those kind of experiences uh, and mix the realities together. Um, am I going to make my own app? Maybe. Is it worth it? Not too sure. You got you got Meta putting in ten billion a year. Right. You got Microsoft buying a Blizzard today. Right. Uh, these 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 guys aren't going anywhere, and they're going to be setting the standards for avatars, not me. Right. So I really think that going into the avatar business after Ready Player Avatar is just losing money at this point. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to say that we are working on. Don't don't yell at me. We're we're working on an NFT project. We're yeah, going to be releasing an okay. NFT project, but it's not going to be it's not going to be uh, like other nasty looking NFT things. They're going to be fun. They're going to be funny. You're going to want to just have one. Uh, and I'll just say it there, right? If you bought an NFT of a joke wouldn't you go out there and tell that joke isn't that something that like you may be able to hold on to and nft is kind of just like a silly thing where it's like yeah maybe i have this futuristic art for some money but if you actually paid five thousand dollars or less say i actually own a jerry seinfeld joke mm -hmm. wouldn't you tell it and be like hey, i own that joke right. like, what do you mean you own that joke <laughs> right. I, I bought that joke only five people to get tell that joke i got right. an nft of it that's right. that's our that's our immediate project. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can talk about that because it's less than about a month or two away from now. Got it. Very cool. Yeah. Hey, we have our own series of NFTs too, man. We're all we're all for the crypto. Don't don't feel oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Don't feel like uh, <laughs> hey, we don't sell jokes, but we yeah. we have uh, we have little uh, sort of videos, little sort of cyberpunk synthwave videos that we have uh, sent out there. Um, AR nice. AR fifteen has something to add. What's up, AR fifteen? 
Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, can you hear me? What's up, man? Yep, we can hear you. Yeah. Hey, I love everything that you got going. I just have one question. How can your viewers help your brand even more? What is the main thing that will help you guys expand the brand? Thank you uh, for asking that. We we have a Patreon, and we're trying to make the club feel like a real club. You buy a membership, and we're going to treat you right. We're going to give you the VIP section. You're going to come to the green room. At the really big shows, I'll introduce you to the comedians that did time up there. Uh, and that's and that's for the members, right? That's that's for people that are helping us expand. Uh, so patreon.com slash fail to render. Uh, and then some people actually give us Venmo tips. All of our money literally goes directly back to the talent. Uh, at this point in time, before we get investments, we keep literally none of it. I'm a, I'm a guy that has two, uh, two businesses, a daytime job, and I'm a single father. And I still live paycheck to paycheck, man. I just believe in the dream. So whatever anybody can help with, it goes right back to talent and free shows and VR for anybody. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah. So I guess, uh, you know, we sort of talked about where you think this is all headed with Meta in the next five years, sort of spending billions. Of course, you saw the acquisition today. Maybe Microsoft just bought uh, Blizzard and Activision for $70 billion. Billion. When did when did things become mm -hmm. billion dollars instead of you know <laughs> when did that happen? How could there be seventy I don't billion know. I to still guarantee that we won't see Diablo four for another five years? Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. It's really wild. Eighty billion dollars left, and I can't even get a good Diablo game. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just. That's an insane. That's that is. Let me tell you, that is the craziest thing Microsoft could have done. After Meta said, we're going to do $10 billion for the metaverse every year. Microsoft's like, you know right. what? We're just going to go ahead and acquire the biggest video game company of subscriptions ever made. Yeah. We're just buying yeah. $80 billion. Instead of $10 billion over eight years, Microsoft just said, nah, give me that. Give me World of Warcraft. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> I'm just... Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm just waiting for them to integrate that into all space. So like orcs will be running around and then like some guy with an NFT sword will be <laughs> slicing through like people and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Like, well, the NFT swords are going to be legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's really wild. It's happening. You know, these things take time. I think I read that the Microsoft deal won't even happen until 2023. And then it takes years to unfold. Mm -hmm. But like, we the the seeds are being planted now for an, a completely transformative future uh, that's just around the corner. Uh, I I feel probably like you that I'm just like blessed to be alive. I mean, it's like we're literally able to be pioneers in this whole new medium and this whole new way of, of thinking about things. So, um, yeah, it's, it's exciting. Let me ask you something. What was your first video game you ever played? First video game. First video game I ever played, you know, I have to admit that it was probably Super Mario Brothers. So not Super Mario, the Atari okay. version. It was Super, the Nintendo version. I'd go over to my friend's place and play Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. And that was, that was it. That was oh, my, yeah. yeah. Classic. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Uh, my dad gave me a big old computer, man. Big computer. And he gave me 10 floppy disks, uh -huh. Wolfenstein 3D. Okay. And I was like seven years old. And, and my dad was like, go kill some Nazis, son. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know? and I was like, oh, this is dope. Uh, I've been playing games since DOS. Like I installed Windows 3.1 on a DOS computer and nukem.exe, let's go kind uh -huh. of guy. Um, so just, just, I'm 34 and just 
being born at the beginning of this era is just nuts. It would have yeah. been so boring to be like <laughs> born in the 60s or the 50s. Like, what was there? Newspaper and some black and white TV, man? It's yeah. boring as hell. Yeah. Because now we're strapped with cell phones to our face. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Crazy. It is kind of crazy. All right. Last call for anybody who has any uh, thoughts or questions for Mr. Render here. Uh, otherwise, um, so you sort of mentioned the Patreon, how can people get in touch with you if they are just people who want to go to your comedy shows or if they're people who are like, I want to invest in this guy, he's speaking my language. Where can they go? Sure. Uh, so failedrender.com is our website. I got it. Um, I'm really trying to grow the discord community. I really feel like over the years of all this, the most important thing that's ever happened was the community. Without the community, there's no brand. Without the brand, there's no awareness. Without the awareness, there's no money for anybody. Um, so it really always comes back down to the community. So if you want to look up our Discord, uh, I literally spent 10 hours making it better today before the show. So Discord. Um, after that, you can subscribe to the Patreon if, if you want to give us some money. There's no pressure. All the shows are free. Um, that's about all I got. And definitely follow us to see if you want to get some uh, stand-up comedy joke NFTs and tell your friends that you bought a joke because I think that's funny. <laughs> yeah. That in itself is pretty funny. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, cool. Well, uh, nobody go anywhere because right after I do my little closeout here, we'll get everyone on stage for a picture and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll post it on your Discord or something like that. So, um, oh, cool. uh, I, awesome. Yeah, I, but I do appreciate you coming tonight. You're a busy guy. You've got, you know, events literally happening right now. So thank you so much for coming. Uh, and and thank you, everybody, Absolutely. for teleporting in to this WorldCast, a simulation nation, whether you're with us in virtual reality, like AK here, or AR and ABC Wagon and a whole bunch of other people, uh, or listening to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or watching in glorious Technicolor on YouTube. And remember to subscribe to our Instagram at The Simulation Nation, Twitter at SimNationVR, and our Discord server. Then join us next time for our interview with CubeXR co-founder Larry Rosenthal. And of course, our VR our, our, um, our VR scout man Bobby Carlton will be in a couple weeks. You got to check that one out as well. Until then, stay plugged, my friends. <laughs>